All right. Hello. Are we here? Hello. Are we here? Hello. I can't hear. Yeah, we're there. Can you hear you? I can hear me. Okay. I can't hear me. You can? Is your mic on? Yeah, my mic's on. I'm mic'd up. Could just be a headphone thing. Yeah. Some things got changed. So uh, hold on. I'm gonna I'm gonna play the intro, and Matt and I are gonna talk over it. And uh, the recovery revolution will be podcast on the Since Right Now so, Addiction Recovery Network. Welcome to the Since Right Now Addiction Recovery Podcast, the podcast of clean and sober, K-L-E-N and S-O-B-R, and SinceRightNow.com, with your hosts in recovery, Jeff, Matt, and Chris. So, let's see. You know what? What? It's completely not necessary. No. Oh, right, because we're in the same room. Yeah. And we don't have a guest. We don't. Okay. So it's all good. Um, and we don't have any listeners tonight yet. Maybe they know better because we don't normally start on time. <laughs> um, I can hear us. So if, right, if, awesome. if that's distracting, you can take it off. No, good enough. Um, so, yeah. What's happening tonight is uh, Jeff's not with us, and I, I forgot to even mention. I didn't really think about if I wanted to be a surprise or not, but Matt walked into what is a, a brand new studio. I'll post Revamped. a picture on Instagram. Um, it's, we got, it, it stunned me. I think somewhere there's a, a picture with the old ratty. Well, it's not ratty, but it was it was it was a futon that had been around a bit, and uh, Jeff and Matt. We're on that beside me, and now there is uh, new all from Ikea, and, and all my wife's doing, quite frankly. She just, I guess... She has a gift for this, because it looks fantastic. To, uh, yeah. This She's, is a new vantage point, too, so I'm seated on the other side of the room, so I can see your screen, right. which is usually a mystery to me, and I can actually see out a window, which, you know... All the stimuli, <laughs> right. overloaded. Oh, oh yeah, because no, normally you guys are you're backs to the window, facing a, a television screen that's turned off. Um, I think my dog's going to bark all through this too, so that'll be a nice little undercurrent. It's all right. Um, Keep it real. But yeah, so I think it's fantastic. Yeah, and and uh, as with. All all things that keep this show running and allowed to us to keep going. Um, it's all thanks to my wife. Um, she us, we have two new chairs. We have a, a table, new table. We have a new plant. We have a fantastic a new lamp. Um, and, and I don't know what, uh, what prompted her, but she just said, you know what? Let's, let's, class up the the studio and i'm like all right yeah thank maybe, you to your wife yeah and all, you know who is also incidentally we might have mentioned it before my boss uh at my job so <laughs> so there's just the thanks just there are layers here yes. but uh, but it looks fantastic mm. so and you know what's interesting i don't know maybe i think because also it, maybe it had to do with uh and and anybody that's been listening the past i don't know handful of episodes i've been getting my at least probably annual um crisis of pod or, or just <laughs> what you know what am i doing with the whole thing um 
you know, going, it seems to come every year, it, it, like at least Santa. once. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But it's you know like mm-hmm. that sort of future paralysis. What's gonna? What are we gonna do here? You yeah. know. Well, I mean, the fact of the matter is, it is not a money making endeavor. You know, I I get to what? Right. <laughs> I get I get to um, do this thing sort of as my my job in a sense, which is the site and the pod. Anyone that's been paying attention knows that in the past month or so, I've really pulled back on the site and social media. I've just had to, I just have to get, get the, get recharged, I Mm -hmm. think. Um, And, uh, but, but the pod somehow there's a, I mean, I think there is a, a, um, what's the word? What do you, you, fellowship quality to it that I, I need and, and, um, enjoy with Jeff and Matt and with everybody listening, quite frankly, I feel like is the fellowship. And there's an ease to it that, that somehow the the site and the social media don't don't exactly have. There's there's some real work there. Well and you're on your own with Yeah, those. that's true. That's you're that's the true. sole proprietor and uh yeah. and work staff and everything else with this. You know, it's symbiotic right. but it's also it, I miss it tremendously yeah. when I don't do it because um, um, you know I get to see my bros but it's also cathartic and we talk about good stuff and yeah so uh, so yeah so this I think was maybe I had mentioned that to her it's like coming up on three years it's like what am I doing and you know it does always come back to um, you know why we do it and sometimes even that sounds trite and like I get so self-conscious about <laughs> sounding trite like even if we just help one person the reality is to that person that needs the help, it's not trite. Yes. Even if that is. And uh, to that end, just just by chance, I was looking, I was just searching to see where, you know, because if you don't maintain, if you're not vigilant about like um, your brand online, you know, it, it drops in Google rankings and, mm-hmm. you know, you, you whatever. So I, I just was searching since right now and clean and sober. And I, I did a, a since right now search and... Um, it, um, on the front page, a, a link for podbay.fm where I don't populate the podcast, but I think it's one of those ones that pulls them on its own. And uh, and I I started reading. Uh, there was a new, and it pulls it pulls it from iTunes, and it pulled a a recent um oh god, what's it called? Review. <laughs> Sorry, and uh, from this person says, love this, and it's from May eighth. And it says, love this podcast madly. Wow. If I could, I'd give this podcast 50 stars. I've wanted to get sober for so many years. Tried various things. No luck. I knew AA was probably what I needed and actually liked the handful of meetings I've been to, but I could not imagine ever having to be able to commit to the rigor of it. Um, you know, and then talks about having a busy life. And so I kept putting it off and putting it off, wondering when the day would come. One day it hit me. If I want to get sober, I just need to figure it out a way that works for me. And this podcast has been a huge part of it. These guys are astonishing, real and imperfect and funny and stupid and brilliant. And I think they have saved me. Wow. And that's, you know. And ha- and the- <laughs> I-, I say it all the time. Every time I think, like, what am I doing? And then somebody says, I think they have saved me. How do you not keep doing it? Right, right. Yeah. Right? And those, th- absolutely. And those things seem to present themselves at opportune times too. Yeah. You know? Um, but yeah, how do you, how do you not? And that's the whole, there's, I understand the desire to avoid being trite, 
Mm. But as we've talked about, recovery is just populated with mm. all of these aphorisms and sayings that just sound, when I first was exposed to recovery, I was like, oh, this bullshit. I know, right? You know, they're all true, and they all, mm. for the most part, they they all bear themselves out, mm-hmm. you know? Um, yes, it is one day at a time. Mm. Yes, if you only help one person, you know, right. and uh, and you can go on and on and on. A million bumper stickers and memes, and all of them are pretty much nonfiction, you know? So that's great, though. I'm, I'm glad mm. you read that. An unbidden review. Right, yeah, exactly. And, you know, we... Some people we we recognize, some people we know. This you know that happens to be Spring Rabbit. I'm not you know. Hopefully that's that's not outing anyone. <laughs> um, <there's, laughs> that is um, his Christian name and uh, of the Rabbit family. You know the, this next tag. I don't know. Might be outing somebody, so I won't say it. But my favorite recovery media thing, and uh, I found this podcast before I got sober. Which also I, I like that notion that we're a podcast that you can listen to before you've you know, jumped in. Yeah. Um, and it's been a part of my life ever since. And there are 60 days as of this writing. And that was on May 4th. Wow. So, um, wow. Hopefully that makes it what about 90 almost going on 90, right? Yeah. yeah uh, 27 more days, 87. Yeah. 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 Going on. 90. Um, they bring a refreshing amount of levity to, to life and recovery, but can be deadly serious when appropriate. I look forward to hearing my sober bros every week. So in the, and then there's somebody that looks forward to us being here yeah. every week. Yeah. And you know those two in conjunction sort of got you know lit that fire again for me or like you know rekindled the flame. And I, and, and I, I'm like, you know, who am I to question whether or not it's needed? You know, it's just you put it out there and let it be. And, you know, and part of what I, I, a couple episodes back, I think it was just Jeff and I, where I said, I need, I need to remind, re, be reminded lately. I need to remember, and I haven't gotten to this, but how bad it was for me and yes. how bad it could have been. Yes. You know, death, jail, prison, whatever. Um, just health. My health was going to shit. Um, but I need, right now, I, I still need that. And, I, and I've got to get to writing, and I've, I'll stop saying it until I do it, maybe. Um, but yeah, you're 20 years in. But 20 years in, and I've ne- I neglected in, you know, 17 of those years to pay it forward at all. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I still have a good amount that I, I sort of owe, <laughs> owe, owe the system, you know, whether, whatever, whatever, however you're doing it, I feel like there are people out there that I owe my time of nothing else yeah um so yeah I, I'm, I'm getting back um you seem re-energized somehow it's coming back i think what helps is and i've again I'll, and then i'll stop having it be all about me but um i've mentioned also in the past few episodes i'm on a new medication for those who don't know i have a, a mild by all accounts a case of ms i'm fully functional um but i take uh, medication to you know stave off any any further um, complications than I've already had. And uh, I switched about three months ago to this medication that has just laid me flat. Mm. Um, it, I'm, I wake up fatigued every day. Um, I stopped working out, uh, stopped meditating because of it, stopped working out, then stopped working out, meditating because I was doing that right after I worked out. And so I'm like gaining weight, no energy. Uh, all <laughs> like, the things that you love to do like, right. aren't and, happening. Uh, and, you know, so that's increasingly just 
you know, depression, if not depression, just a low state. Yes. Um, I don't know. I, you know, I've been questioning whether or not it's actual depression. Or I'm just like, <laughs> give me back myself. Yeah. Um, and so anyway, tomorrow I, I'm seeing my neurologist to just say I need to get off this. And so that actually just that, that, that I have that appointment finally is a buoying my spirits. Yeah. So anyway, all those things in conjunction, um, sort of, Turning things around, turning the boat around. Amen. Yeah. Um, I, 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 uh, it's funny when you were reading that review, and it said, you know, imperfect and stupid and brilliant. I, we had a, a response from a listener a couple weeks ago saying that you know it felt like we went a little, mm. little negative and a little blue, and we pondered it a little bit and kind of apologized and then kind of didn't apologize, and I think that the. The imperfect quality, you know, um, the fact that we don't sit down and decide what we're going to talk about a lot of the time and um, and do make mistakes and do right. probably say irresponsible things or at least, you know, we all have dark sense of humor and we can right. drag it down into the depths to make ourselves laugh sometimes. Right. Um, yeah, yeah. And, you know, I think that's all kind of table stakes for us mm-hmm. and i'm really comfortable with that you know it's not like the yeah. the shock jock is like, hey man dude, you know i'm just right. keeping it real you know it's not, not yeah we're like not that but gratuitous we're we're legitimately who we are yeah and, you know we're sometimes we're irreverent inappropriate um all those things and yeah what's interesting is then that that the person who wrote that i, I feel bad because it certainly was about calling somebody out and i appreciate that um you know, somebody saying for me that that was a little much or, or a little harsh or something, but then sort of <laughs> apologize. So it, it's all good. None, none of it's to call anybody out, and I, I would never call anybody out. I just no. mention how we're taken and how you know recovery's. Uh, you know, it's not one thing. It's it's no. any way you come at it, um, and uh, that, I. I, I I would hate if we were everything for everybody. Yeah. You know, because we're very much all imperfect dudes just yeah. doing the best we can. I, I like uh, the, I like critique. Yeah. I invite it, you know, I, you know, even professionally, I want to know um, how it comes off and when it doesn't right. work yeah. or it doesn't work for somebody, you know, it's just, it's good to have that self-awareness. Um yeah. Um, so there's a couple of things that I was I was thinking about today, we, and that was that was sort of a lot of bookkeeping, or I don't know, I don't know a what. It was state like, of the union, yeah, a little like, state of the union. All right. Um, how are you, overall? We're I'm doing we're well. Doing all right. Yeah. yeah, man. Life is uh, ridiculously good <laughs> in general. Good. You know, we all have our neuroses and right. our. Uh, self-perceived shortcomings um you know grapple with that mm-hmm. but overall it's like when you when you look at things objectively like this is uh this is pretty easy so mm-hmm. i'm a lucky guy yeah yeah i went to uh i went to an ev- a p- birthday party for my 14 year old nephew um and it's just not you know, a bunch of fourteen-year-old kids and their parents, <laughs> people I don't know. You know, not my favorite thing. And it I, really I is. have a fourteen-year-old. I know exactly. Oh, yeah. what, oh right. Yeah, I know what yeah, they're like, man. Yeah, and uh, and just going in, I was like, 
you know, often what I do is the, the self-talk takes me to defensive, anxiety-ridden place, like, oh, this is going to suck, and that, you know, whatever. And I'm like, it doesn't have to be that way. And I, I did the opposite. I did the self-talk that, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be cool and be awesome and be the best me. I'm going to, you mm-hmm. know, try and. I'm going to walk towards the things that make me uncomfortable mm-hmm. and engage. And, uh, you know, I, I did. And I think it, uh, my wife was actually having a harder time than I was just cause it was, it was chaotic and crazy. And, um, and she goes, well, you look like you were having a good time. And I'm like, nobody ever <laughs> says that work. to me. Yeah, that's nobody not ever like says, Chris, <laughs> Chris, you look like you're... Whoa, <laughs> man, you were on fire. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, it, it's not, again, it's not a, like, it's always going to work every single time. But um, I definitely put in the work beforehand and, and sort of gave it my all and, you know, came out of it unscathed. Good job, man. Yeah. I, I, I do that, too, and sometimes I'll go a little too far. Be like, you're going to be your best self. Maybe the best you of all time. <laughs> right. You're going to slay, you know, and, just, and then, right. of course, you're just, I do best when it's just, just let it come to you. Right. Just be a participant in this, and you, you don't have to avoid anything, and you don't need to run toward, you know, just right. be part of it. Yeah. Um, so... Um, yeah, so things are looking up, people. Yeah, that's, um, uh, you know, I would say so. I would say so. I hope Jeff's enjoying, you know, now that we're not on a couch, we're in chairs. Mm. I'm looking at this An empty, empty chair. chair with the headphones hung on the arm and, you know. We're flying a man down formation. <laughs> that's right. <Yeah>. We are <laughs> dumping out a little coffee for Jeff. But, uh, uh, yeah, he's got a little vacation coming up, uh, or he's on one now. I'll be out next week. Okay. I'm going to do a little vacay myself and... Yeah. Uh, Life's good, man. And anybody expecting guests? They're coming. They're coming. I know I keep saying it. These, these past few episodes have been a lot of me getting back to the mojo. <laughs> um, but I'd like to wait. You know, some of the guests coming up, I'd like to wait till we're all here. And uh, so I'm just putting off doing any booking. And uh, yeah. they'll, they'll be here soon. They'll be back. Um, so here's something topical. Bring that it. Got me thinking. And and hopefully you you don't mind going this route. So the the founder of Silk Road, yes, lost his appeal. Silk Road for anybody that doesn't know, I, I wasn't super familiar, but was the dark web drug market. Yes, the, the underground drug market on the web. Correct. And I was I was a traveler. I was a yes. I walked that road. Um, and so. That got me thinking. So okay, so he's going away for life, I guess. Yes, he just lost his appeal, and so I guess I want to understand better what it what it was. Is that where you were going to buy your like hundreds of dollars of? <laughs> uh, I dabbled in it a okay. little bit. I bought some marijuana through oh. Silk Road, but. I primarily used legal drugs, right. research chemicals, which were legal at the time, which you could order without using the dark net at all. Oh, okay. um, but I did familiarize myself with Bitcoin and, uh, and the processes of Silk Road. Um, 
but it's it scared me because okay. of the prevalence not just of narcotics but of firearms and oh wow uh stolen credit cards oh, and no there were all kinds there's all sorts of bad shit you could get into if you if you dug deeply enough so i kept my road wanderings to just uh no off ramps just uh straight down the main boulevard um <laughs> whistling yeah doodle-doot. hands in my pockets good day sir um but yeah i mean it it i don't know how to I don't know what my take is mm. on the availability of these things vis-a-vis the internet. And, um, you know, I, I, this guy obviously is being looked at it as this nefarious sort mm. of megalomaniacal mastermind mm. that put dangerous chemicals and other things in the hands of innumerable people. Um, right. So, um, and, and, you yeah. know, I'm not, going to rush to anybody's defense here it yeah. was clearly people were hurt and sure lives were ruined and uh um but at the same time i'm not i'm not like ready to throw them up on the lifetime yeah 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 i'm not i'm not sure i don't know enough, you know ignorance in this case my ignorance is all i know is that he was busted i don't remember what his handle was but he had some he had some uh some sort of like, crazy nom de plume like yeah it was like the the wizard or something and <laughs> the uh um, the drug getter guy and uh yeah um, so he appealed and lost and yeah. now lifetime sentence yeah written in stone yeah in the pokey i think so that's what i read today um and i guess then i was just curious like if that's where you were making all because didn't you have like hundreds of dollars of and I guess in this case, legal, what thousands and thousands, thousands of, dollars. of dollars, yeah, tens, ultimately tens oh, of thousands of dollars, okay. yeah. I had a couple hundred dollar a day habit at one point, oh, wow. but um, uh, you could buy at a period in probably or starting around two thousand eight mm. here in the Middle West in head shops, you could okay. buy um, research chemicals, right. methadrone, methalone, yeah. MDPV. They were sort of like. Um, high grade speed wow. um imported from Europe. Yeah. And then you could buy it from suppliers online, straight up, no dark net. Mm. Oh, okay. With, pay with your credit card, get it delivered right. FedEx. Completely legit. A lot of them, some of them made you do CODs, so you signed for it, whatever. Mm. But um yeah, just straight up online. So I started ordering large quantities online okay. because it was a lot less expensive that way. But I mean every bit as addictive and ultimately destructive yeah. as were I to be buying cocaine, right? <laughs> and but same deal, yeah. MDPV, and I don't remember the the extensive chemical name of it. Um, is like super cocaine. It will keep hmm. you up for days, Shit. days, hmm. and lead you to massive bouts of paranoia. You uh, know, shadow people, shadow cats, voices, all the deepest depths of amphetamine psychosis, and um, yeah. So, and I was like, hey, you know what? It's not hurting anybody. And it's legal. I don't right. need to deal with the criminal element. I can pay with my visa, get it shipped to the office. Snort it at a cafe. Yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> with my well-to-do friends, you know. Um, and it was, and I never did it with anybody else. It was always just a solo right. thing. Yeah. But, but it's different from Silk Road. Silk Road, you'd go on Silk Road. You buy cocaine, heroin, methamphetamine, yeah. and you can still buy through Tor, yeah, um, and Alpha Bay, and some of these other 
type places, you could still get that shit. That's crazy. No question about it. That's wild. I don't play that game anymore. Like I've said before on the show, there are certain corners of the internet I just don't go to. um, Because um, I know for a fact that the, the federal government passed an analogs act Mm. that made um, all these various isotopes and permutations Mm. of uh, cannabinoids, which is fake weed Mm. and uh, which you could buy at gas stations across the St. Louis metro area. You walk into a gas station, you could fill up your tank and buy a pack of Mad Hatter and get stoned to the Jesus (laughs) legally (laughs) driving home. Mad Hatter was my brand, but uh, I'd get it like right up here, you know, three blocks from here. But, um, and and all these various other analogs that were um, um, pyrovolones, they're called. And they're um, basically, there's a Middle Eastern plant called Kat, I think it's uh, K-H-A-T, yeah. Yeah. that people chew the leaves, like yeah. um, day laborers and yeah. people who do manual labor chew the leaves for yeah. energy throughout the day. Somebody synthesized a version of that in a lab, and it sprung off all of these analogs hmm. that had the effects of some more like MDMA, some more like cocaine. Hmm. And... Uh, but dangerous, dangerous, dangerous shit. Yeah. Um, so it made the whole rehabilitation process for me pretty interesting because everybody feels unique. Right. And when I went into treatment, yeah. no one I was in treatment with was doing this shit. So into all the synthetic stuff. Nobody. Yeah. So I finally found a dude at the First Step House, a good friend of mine, Vince, who um, um, who had the same... We actually ordered from the same place online. Right. But it was just like... You already have that chronic uniqueness. Nobody knows that, you know, my pain and right. sorrow is more painful and sorrowful than yours, you know? And, right, right. and then you go in there and you're like, I have this unique background and these people were buying drugs on the streets or, you know. Right. So um, that didn't help. But yeah, it's, there's the the availability and prevalence for like this Wild West period until probably 2012, maybe four or five yeah. years was really scary. And that's, but that's, I mean, it feels like, not that long ago that there was a, all the news was about synthetics, about bath salts, about the stuff you could buy over the counter. At, at, and then the opioid crisis just yeah. came barreling in and pushed all that to the side. But, I mean, there's still all those same synthetics sold over the counter at at, at uh, gas stations, right? No. Oh, um, they're not. That, well, the Federal Analog Act made them all legal. Oh, that's so what made them. Oh, it, I literally, see. I was deeply addicted to this stuff. Oh, okay, um, so it, the it, fake pot and the the amphetamine right. analogs, and they started yanking it from shelves. And okay. There were raids. Um, there was a woman. Um, she's in prison now, so I can say yeah. her name, right? Well, I don't uh, know. Well, her name give her last initial. Pam T, who uh, owned a couple head shops. Yeah. Um, on the one in like Overland and one way out um, in yeah. the sticks, but St. Louis area head shops who made millions of yeah. dollars, millions. Um, she had vacation homes mm. selling this stuff in her stores. I went to one of her stores mm. and the, the feds raided her store, shut it down. They wow. seized materials. They went to her house. They ended up over 30 people got indicted as part Jesus. of this ring. Um, so it was, it was that deep, but huh. um, it all went away in a matter of weeks. And, um, Still, there was still a little trickle. Um, mm. One of the head shops I went into, they had a handwritten laminated menu mm. underneath the counter. And if they knew you, they mm. would put it on top and you could it's still crazy. get some things. But huh. So there were still channels for this stuff for a while. But then, yeah, maybe 2013, it all went away. So all the synthetic things are not 
available. They're can't, gone. Can't get them yeah. anymore. And, and now in the UK, oh, see, I didn't even know legal drugs yeah. and legal highs were a huge deal, a huge right. money-making yeah. um, enterprise in the UK. And now everything, every possible, hmm. you know, every version of everything is legal in the, in the UK. Yeah. Any intoxicants that are not uh, regulated, yeah. i.e. alcohol. Right. Um, and... I guess tobacco. I don't fucking right, know, yeah. but alcohol. Other than that, no dice, nothing. So, um, and it's because the problem over there was so out of control. I mean, yeah, party pills right. and uh, um, yeah, bath salts. So yeah, that's interesting. I, I didn't realize that. I thought it was still. So truckers can't get trucker speed anymore. No man. No, all those truckers when you pass them on the highway. Like, <laughs> I remember when you guys drove fast. <laughs> Well, yeah, well, see, that's interesting. I had no idea. Um, I thought those were still out there and just everybody stopped paying attention. But literally, no, they went gone. away. They're all gone in the States, you know, and in Europe. But I do know that the dark web is still Silk Road aside. No. There are other places people can go. Deep, dark to get spots. stuff. Yeah. It, it's not that when I first, you know, I learned how to do it. Um, there was an article in. Esquire magazine about the dark web. Yeah. And I think it was around the time that Silk Road guy got busted. It's been a couple of years, right? Yeah. 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 And he yeah. was just appealing his sentence. Like, maybe it was. So I've been sober a little over three years. So this yeah. was probably at least, this may have been someone else. Maybe at least, at least four years ago. Yeah. But I, uh, um, maybe even five. But I, I learned from a magazine article how to on Esquire, utilize in Esquire. In Esquire, how do right, you? Well, nobody that? learned from this podcast anything. No, no, but but Don't. you know what? Anyone probably under the age of Knows thirty in this doing. country yeah. could yeah. get on in seconds. You know? Yeah, it's crazy. So it's not. It's not. Uh, there will always be a demand, mm. and supply will find that demand. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, it's crazy. It's like my. It, yeah, supply will definitely find the demand. And my, uh, I think, well, she's been on the podcast, my, my sister, and she might have even said this on the podcast, but she was telling me, I saw her, she came and visited, and uh, she was saying at her height, she was, you know, she's a housewife. Mm-hmm. And um, not not that that's, that sounded disparaging or something, the way I said it, <laughs> I mean, but, like that at all. I'm just saying, when you said anybody under 30, you know, she's... Uh, a stay-at-home mom right now, and she said she was f- f- researching how to get on the dark web to, yeah. you know, yeah. make it happen. And I'm just like, yeah, when you can sit in the comfort of your home and get anything you want, it's so different. I mean, I'm I'm so glad I missed that. <laughs> yeah. <You laughs> Let know? me tell you, Chris. It's like... To the isolated, you know? Yeah. Because I, I was not... I didn't want to talk to anybody. I didn't right, want yeah. to deal with drug dealers. I didn't yeah. want to go sit at some dealer's house and laugh mm. at his stupid jokes while I got my, you know, I didn't want to deal with any of that crap anymore. And, uh, um, yeah, to someone who is, has a predilection toward isolation and yeah. like, yeah, right. it's danger, man. Yeah. So I dodged, dodged a bullet on that one. Um, well played. Yeah. Well played. You know, and you think, so, so, as in the case with Silk Road, yeah, bro bro's going behind bars mm. for the rest of his life, yeah. but there's a whole line of people just waiting to take his place. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. 
and all this anonymous you know proxy servers mm-hmm. and um these anonymous browsers mm-hmm. and I, I i have to believe there's a way even with currencies like bitcoin mm-hmm. it, that there's a way to trace anything and everything mm-hmm. but can you imagine just the amount the rigor necessary to regulate that um i can't even imagine it you know um it's a huge undertaking so drug do drug users gonna use man you yeah, know use. yeah it seems that way now booze <laughs> the one thing you can't buy on the dark web <laughs> right you mean, well you can buy that on the regular web can't you? Yeah, yeah, the regular web the yeah you, you can't right. uh you know i don't have a strong throwing arm anymore but i'm sure i could step outside and throw something that would find right. you know it would roll to the doorstep somewhere you get booze it's yeah. just there are a million places and, <sighs> and we yeah we've done a lot of talking about that last episode although it sounded like it it wasn't an argument for prohibition no it was um an argument just for education and understanding what you're doing to your health yes um although that's never an argument that anybody in active you know alcohol use disorder um, <laughs> like, is going to hear. A-U-D. Um, yeah, they drink to your health. That's the thing, right? <laughs> to your health. Salud. You know, Salud. I mean, literally, yes. to, you know, to your health. It's like... Uh, uh, yeah, which is restorative, you know? Yeah. And, uh, um, well, and as, as uh, last week's guest was quick to point out, you know, the times in which they said a glass and a half of red wine a day is good for right. you. Yeah, that's, that's bullshit. Well, and they're um, still trying to say that, quite frankly. Sure. So, I mean, it's like in the past year or two that there was some article about a glass of red wine a day is as good as going to the gym, which just doesn't even make any sense. No. Um, <laughs> no, no, it does not. Like, <laughs> in no way is that, you know, a legit headline. Um Unless the gym is a name for a bar or something <laughs> <Right>. like, <laughs> I I just yeah it, there was it was pretty thought provoking stuff last week and I don't think anybody in their right mind can argue that being armed with all of the facts is a good thing. I'm all for people, regardless, making their own decisions about anything and everything. But you knowing the full severity right. and knowing the landscape and knowing what you're getting into, I think is. Mm-hmm. I just don't know how you can argue against that. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if the outpoint, if what he really wants is warning labels on um, alcohol, mm-hmm. any product containing alcohol, that's I think that's to the, fantastic. That's great. Yeah, yeah. Got to know. You should know. Yeah, I think I think that's totally legit. Um, everybody should have informed, maybe be able to make informed decisions about what they put in their body. Um, the interesting thing, though, is, you know, I feel like. Uh, you know, we talk about facts. Like, I did a lot of ecstasy. Mm-hmm. And it feels like at the time, and again, this is probably, you know, f- the fake news of the day, and we're getting it differently, almost probably by hearsay. But, you know, ecstasy causes brain damage. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Did you, did you, I don't know if you remember that. I remember oh, yeah. hearing that all the time, like, you know, about well, people that were brain damaged from doing too much ecstasy. I, I don't know. You know, I never <laughs> saw anyone or heard of anyone brain damaged by ecstasy. But um, despite that myth, mm-hmm. you know, it didn't stop me from doing it then. And then recently, it's you know come to light that some in the medical profession are looking at the therapeutic effects of 
MDMA, right? Sure. Things like for, you know, PTSD and intimacy issues. Like all, it has all these potential positive uses to help people get through, um, you know, points where they're arrested emotionally. Yeah. Um, and, and LSD, uh, that was, you know, I wasn't an ecstasy guy, but right. I was a big psychedelics guy. Yeah. And they say, you know, if you trip 10 times, you're <clears throat> going to be legally insane. Right. Like that was one of those, you know, urban myths right. about, um, and you know, I feel relatively sane, sane. Yeah. but um, <laughs> maybe if 20 times, then you're back to sane right. and you just keep going through. <laughs> Every 10 you flip. <laughs> um, but, uh, well, and then mushrooms. Mushrooms are being touted as a, like almost a cure for depression. Yeah. Uh, so specifically, there's like been a study going around like in, like a, a measured, and you know, it all comes down to measured pharmacological doses as yeah, opposed to just, hey, I'm going to take some, yeah. <laughs> but like a, a, a measured, a specific dose of psilocybin mm-hmm. um, cured depression in cancer patients. In and, you know, it's like, who's going to argue with, I mean, curing depression would be phenomenal. That would be, would a, love real, be. That would be a real fork in the road for me. Yeah. It's like, I struggle with depression. Yeah. You want that to go away? You got to take these shrooms. It's like, know, I'm gotta, like, I don't know, man. That'd be a tough that'd one. That'd be a challenge. Um, I heard someone on NPR about ketamine being used right. in children who mm. have uh, behavioral disorders and anger issues. Mm. And, right. um, yeah, so... the. It, I think the point being that there is a there's therapeutic value to a lot of these right. natural or chemical compounds right. that previously were thought to only harm. Right. Um, if applied correctly by a professional. Yes. Right. Um I mean cannabis, my God, we see it right. now, right. you know. I mean it's yeah. it's touted as the solution to so many things. God knows. Yeah. You I, could go on and on and on. That's right. Because that's another one. Just today I was watching this video of this guy with extreme like uh, tremors. Like mm-hmm. really extreme. Just twisted. Every part of him twisted. Just sh- shaking. He smokes some weed. And within like five minutes he's like it's like he transformed to a different person before your eyes. Mm-hmm. And uh, and you know the the message being like why would you not allow med- medical marijuana to be a med- medically used for you know, this person who's clearly, um, you know, not in control of his own body and allows him to <laughs> be a normal person, yeah. you know, or a you know a fully in, in control of his functions the way he can be. Um, so yeah, it's not it's not always black and white, is it? No, it isn't, and I see that that some of that information is almost dangerous to people of my ilk. You know, because so I work with somebody who struggled with uh, chronic anxiety, social and Mm. just free form um, Mm -hmm. terror and uh, also horrible stomach gastrointestinal issues. And (laughs) uh, yeah, yeah, you know, it was a miserable person. And in his words, you know, pot saved his life. And he's one of the best adjusted people I know. Well, and apparently uh, psilocybin rabbit print says i got sober from a psilocybin trial examining using the drug to combat alcoholism what yeah what do so you know there you go yeah right there. right right but um it's it's over so i i hear all then that's fucking amazing that's, that is amazing that's phenomenal and you hear all this 
and it's almost it 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 feels a little bit dangerous to someone well, of my ilk who's right. like, well, if it's good for me, <laughs> how much? Then you know, like. The but, trial's still going on now, and it worked. I was one of the first. Um, that's pretty fascinating. That is fascinating. But I, I totally hear what you're saying, because part of, the other thing I was going through recently is not out of any inkling that I might, but I was thinking, like, what would draw me back? Like, would it be alcohol? Just because of all this talk recently about where I got a little defensive about having somebody tell me to fuck off with posting about any beers and the mm-hmm. non-alcoholic mm-hmm. beers for non-alcoholics. And I can drink any beers. It's not going to bring me back. Alcohol isn't what would undo me initially. Mm-hmm. I don't think. Um, and I was just thinking, like, what would undo me? What you know? Is there anything I, you know? And sometimes I think it would be if I was a normie. Mm-hmm. Hallucinogens would be yes on the you know on the table. Um, hallucinogens would be problematic for me. Yeah, and uh, so then when you think, okay, so you're not going to drink. But you're going to do it by, you know, you get to have psilocybin. Right. But, you know, it's controlled and measured and then, that's, I do I never did any drugs under the loving care of a physician, <laughs> right. you know? Right. As a matter of fact, if a physician's warning on a prescription pill bottle said, do not mix with X, Y, or Z, that's the first thing I did because you knew, oh, well, that must be awesome, right? Yeah. Um, so, and, and we realized that, that it was a trial under... Uh, you know, under the care of, of doctors, and, and it was regulated and, and monitored. Yeah. yeah, no, we know. It's it's not it's not going out and, and scoring some shrooms and popping them and like, hey, I'm not an alcoholic. Like, hey, right. what do you know? It's amazing. No. But, that, and the, that, but kudos. I mean, that's yeah, absolutely. That's absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Um, I've, anything that, yeah, can cure, <laughs> you know, addiction, alcoholism, mm-hmm. um, depression, you know. I'm still waiting for that one, definitely. Yeah, so that magic bullet, and I know, I know uh, two people. One of whom um, professes to be cured of an opiate addiction, mm. um, and another of alcoholism and some degree of depression mm. um, through the ayahuasca. Oh, really? Cactus. Interesting. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, under the loving care of a Peruvian shaman, but yeah, see, I don't know. But nonetheless, Peruvian yeah. shamans. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, they don't have the degrees framed on their wall, but plus ayahuasca, like everything I've heard, just it sounds like the kind of tripping that's nightmarish. Oh yeah, like my uh, for, a former colleague of mine who was explaining to me is like, you got to be ready to cry for right. like two days, potentially crap yourself. <laughs> but man, when you come out, you're gonna you're gonna stare your every fear right in the face. You're yeah. gonna know yourself in a way you never have, and you're gonna come yeah. out of it just stripped clean and reborn, yeah. like guy. But that soiled song. with your own right. stripped clean <laughs> with a load in your pants, ready to party. I, yeah, it yeah. Uh, that scares me. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't think I, I don't think that's the route I would go. And there's some other like South American drug that periodically I run into, and in being in part of the recovery community, I forget what it's called. But they like run like their centers where you can go use it. I wish I could remember. Really? Anyway, but yeah. There's, I don't know, man. I, I like my shit legit Western, yeah, above the equator. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm kind of yeah. like, I'm just, you know, that sounds. I thank you for the offer, yeah. but I'll just uh, hang out and try to be honest and yeah. stay away from shit. I should stay away from. <laughs> it seems yeah. to work out pretty well. Um, no, no peyote. 
<laughs> no peyote. <laughs> no, I don't know. There's just peyote with a question mark. I think it's been... Uh, Hashtag no peyote. Uh, no, it's just peyote question mark. Um, no, I don't think it's peyote, but it is... I oh, know. oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, about that I'm is thinking that of. No, it wasn't peyote. One. No. Is it mescaline? No, it's no. something else that I'd never even heard of. I don't hmm. know what it is. I can't remember the name. Um, but yeah, I think... Uh, yeah. I, I think the idea of a magic bullet, though, yeah. like a single treatment yeah. um, that can restore some part of right. you that's missing or mm. take away a part of you you don't want, I, that's pretty, that sounds, it's like magical thinking, mm. and it's tremendously attractive, you know? Um, if I were still in the yeah. throes of, if I was still suffering, mm. man, I would, I would seriously consider Absolutely. something that... You know, you always want the kinder, gentler right. path, right? Right. Well, I think, I mean, the more people learn, and certainly that I learn about neurochemistry, you know, having MS, as benign my, as my case is, you know, my neurochemistry, I think about it a lot lately because it's all mm-hmm. based on, you know, the myelin being stripped away from nerves and, and things start firing differently or not, actually, not making the connection. Um, but... uh you know, you think about rewiring the brain, retraining the brain to, mm-hmm. to, to fire differently or another way or reroute it. And, you know, I, I totally get it and I'm, I, I totally buy it. And if, uh, if they're figuring out how to trigger different pathways and shut down ones that shouldn't be firing and open up ones that need to be firing, I'm, I'm all for it. Um, because, you know, like specifically just to get all the way back to the top of this um, show... The medicine I'm taking now for MS, whatever it's doing, is firing things like I literally, my muscles, it makes them weaker. Like wow. I literally am weaker because of a medication I'm taking. Huh. And um, it just, that blows my mind that like I can tell that my muscles are weaker wow. simply because of a medication, you know, which is all, it's all op- operating on my neurochemistry and somehow it's. And they almost instantly got weaker from this new medication. Wow. So it's somehow it's like synapses are doing it, not like actual muscles getting weaker, you know? Yeah. Which is yeah. just blows my mind. Anyway, um, I forgot to mention at the top of this, I did mention to Matt, but we got to cut it a little bit short tonight. Um, yeah. My daughter's with her grandfather, and she's coming home right about now. That's right. And I got to stuff her into bed as soon as she gets home. Um, but thanks to everybody for listening to another uh episode with just the boys minus one even um jeff good on you brother and i think uh you're so you're out next week i'm out next week right, but i'll so, be back the week pro after that okay so then it'll be jeff and just jeff and i next week and then i'll try to book somebody for the week we're all back together right on all right right on um, date. thanks everybody and thanks for chiming in uh and it is fascinating to know somebody now uh by way of our listeners that uh I want to know more that about was that. Part of the psilocybin trial. Well, yeah. If uh, you want to know more about the psilocybin trial, yeah, I just I think it would be an interesting topic to come back to. In the okay. Future, well, so. maybe if uh, Rabbit Print wants to shoot us an email at uh, chris a at sincerightnow.com, we can see if we can learn a little bit more about that. All right. Good night, everybody. Peace. Love you too.
been another clean and sober intervention. 